This is Red Summer. And we are your gay auntie. Hey, y'all. Girl, it's still in my head. Oh, I'll be, I gotta sing, I gotta sing, I gotta big them up. I'll be fucking free for the rest of my days. Hey, hey. We said fuck nigga free for the rest of my days. So there's, I just gotta, I guess was, I had to start the show because I was telling Red, I discovered this new artist called um, Duran Bernard with a double R at the end. And I woke up. To, I forgot who shared his joint, somebody who follows us on your gay aunties. And I just clicked it and it's the, he was performing live somewhere. And I was like, oh my God, this song is just my heart right now. I'll be fucking free for the rest of my days. And then, and then I looked him up and I realized the song is actually, I'll be fuck nigga free. <laughs> For the rest of my days. And that's like, you know what? That's true too, baby. <laughs> but I'm 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 holding on to my initial interpretation of the song because I just think it's so liberating the way and you have to see him on stage. He just like, I am free like a bird, baby. Yeah. I am so good. <laughs> nice. You know what I mean? Um, but his name is Bernard du- No, I'm sorry, I'm bad. I'm messing you up, baby. I don't mean to mess you up. Durand. Bernard, that's D-U-R-A-N-D-B-E-R-N-A-R-R on Instagram. And okay. holla, at him, holla at him. This is support our babies. I'll check uh, it out. Yes, yes, yes. He's so he's so fun. Anyway, um, world traveler, you still out and about globe trotting. Out and about and loving it. <laughs> <laughs> you look like you're loving it. Yes. I decided to make the most of this particular summer. I worked really hard and um, it was a rough year. And so I decided to gift myself a beautiful summertime. How long you been on the road? Like even what, what like a month? I left. <laughs> yes. Basically I left home actually a month ago. It was June 23rd uh, when I left home. Mm-hmm. And I will be home July 23rd. That's what I am saying. A full <laughs> month. A full yeah. month. Yes. <laughs> yes. I'm I'm hoping to do something um similar later on this year. I don't we ain't gonna be going for a full month, but uh a lady friend of mine are planning to do a little uh globe charting ourselves. Um nice. yeah, yeah, in October, um, which is my birthday month. So um, yeah, so I'll check in then. <laughs> Please add DC to the list. <laughs> <laughs> no, but we trying to cross the water. We trying to cross the pond. <laughs> yes, but when you come back, because <laughs> that's what I did. I did, you know, I, I crossed the pond, then I came back and like bounced around. Mm-hmm. 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 You in Florida now, right? I am. I'm in Miami today. Mm-hmm. Before that, you was in Mexico. And before that, you was somewhere in Europe or something. Or, uh, yeah, I went I to know. London. That's the itinerary. Run the itinerary. Yeah, I went to London. I went to Iceland. Um, then I came back and did Tampa. Uh, I went home for a day to change my bag out. Uh, then we went to Mexico and Miami. That's what I'm saying. You got to give yourself some life. Yeah. Well, yes. Travel, travel. Use that passport. Use that that sense of or the ability that we are able to be mobile. Remember, there was a time when niggas couldn't be mobile. We had to stay. 
Gotta know your history. So talking about that just really quickly, if you mm-hmm. do get a chance to come on through, um, go to the African-American Museum. Oh, yeah. And they have an exhibit on the Green Book. And the Green Book was um, basically like a, a phone book for Black people to know where they could stay, where they could get gas, where they could stop at restaurants, like different businesses that would um, that would allow Black people to utilize their services. Like even like if your car broke down, you only call this mechanic. Don't go to the you know to the uh, yellow page. Like exactly you go to the Green Book. Right. And get some perspective um, of the things that you're able to do will help you understand, you know, or be more selective of what you complain about today. (laughs) Well, every time I've gone to that exhibit, elders have sat down at that that spot with me and talked to me about their experiences. I'm telling you, I've been to that museum several times and every time I've gone elders like being pushed in wheelchairs up to the exhibit (laughs) from their retirement home have seen that green book and like responded like viscerally to looking at it and told their stories about traveling even like to go to the south to you know see their relatives or whatever using that book and so it is really free and it is really um it's such a privilege. You know, I, I, it's not lost on me that, that things have, you know, were the way that they were and are now the way that they are. Um, and so I'm grateful. Yes. Ashe, Ashe. Yeah. And I do hear the rustle in the back, but it's not that bad. It was a passing thing. Uh, so, so Red's in the, in the, uh, uh, where you say you at in the hotel? I'm on the patio outside my room because, um, there's no like quiet spots here. I went all around to try to find you know, somewhere where people were not congregating. And, you know, it's Miami, so it's a party hotel. <laughs> <laughs> but that's all right. It's quiet enough. So we are, we are all good. Yeah. So, um, I, you know, I have been traveling online uh, myself. <laughs> <laughs> I've been hopping around because, you know, I like to, I like to spy on the, on the children, you know, and and I had discovered this um, this group. It's pretty big. It's like almost sixty thousand people in it. It's called Stud Empire. Are you aware of it on Facebook? No, child. It's oh god. It's it's funny. It's ratchet. It's cool. It's it's a lot of things, you know. But um, there's like a couple of posts. Sometimes people like just you know post stuff and people like hella react or whatever. And um, so there was a couple of things that came. Up. I was like, I don't even know what to talk about. One um, was um, this one young woman. She had went live. A lot of people like go do Facebook live in this group. And there's one young woman. I don't know how young she was, but she was young. She was talking about what's wrong with all these um, studs going out with cougars. Um, I'm like, "Uh, that's a thing? I, I was completely blown away. I had no idea that, you know, younger women are actively trying to date. Well, let me be real. Let me be specific. Younger studs are actively trying to date um, older femmes. That she put cougars, which I really do not like that term. But, um, you know, older women. And, you know, after I got over my initial shock of, uh, 
okay, that that's a thing. Other people are like, yeah, it's actually a thing. I just, you know, I mean, when asked, well, why is that a thing? You know, um, some of the younger women were like, well, honestly, it's just about maturity and what the expectations younger femmes have of studs, you know, sometimes is burdensome, sometimes is at the very least annoying. And um, I just, you know, I guess I just wanted to unpack it a little bit because I guess I'm I'm still wrapping my head around it because I can't, as an older woman, I cannot even conceive entertaining anyone at this point in their thirties. <laughs> right. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm like, really? Ooh. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> Chester, the child molester, what's going on? So anyway. Yeah. I, <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So I'm not aware personally, but I do know that um, both of my foster daughters, you know, both both of my daughters um, have dated and almost like, well, I guess one was, was legally married to and the other was, you know, is connected lifelong through a child with women who are my age. Wow. And your your daughters one they're they're more masculine presenting and they're in their twenties right. right they're in their young twenties right um, both of them I think no so both of both of those women were at least fifteen seventeen years older than my daughters wow and the first one was kind of like. Um, Someone from the community, I thought the relationship was also going to be uh, motherly. So I didn't really like (laughs) intervene on that. You know, like she's an auntie, you know what I'm saying? It was a lady from our neighborhood. I was sounding kind of incestuous now. Like, I mean. Well, the lady already had children. It was kind of like, oh, you're going to babysit. You know what I'm saying? So I didn't really think about that relationship. Um initially because I thought it kind of mimicked our relationship that she's a teenager. You know, there's another woman in the community that she, you know, likes to spend time over her house or whatever. It's fine. No big deal. Until my daughter, who is both my babies are just a sucker for love, honey. They just, they, they fall in love every weekend. Right. (laughs) And, She's just like, I'm in love. I want to marry her. And I was like, skirt, you know what I'm saying? Hold on. Wait a minute. What the hell? You know? And I'm in my feelings. And after a while, like, mm, mm, you just kind of got to let certain things go because both of them, like, were determined that this was going to be what it was going to be. And I I didn't understand what the the older women saw in my children. Like in my mind, they goofy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they young. You know, they're immature. They they have they don't have much life experience. I don't know what you all see in them. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and you know, that's because and I'm looking at both of these children as children. Mm-hmm. So I don't understand why you don't see them as children like I do. 
and yeah. you all are my age and older. So that's just kind of where I I stopped with it, and that's my only like personal experience with that. I, I mean, how did that? Pan out? <laughs> I mean, I mean, I mean, how did that? Pan well, out? yeah, eventually the the age differences become something that you can't overlook. Mm-hmm. You know, um, my daughter turns 21, <gasps> still in this relationship with this lady, Ooh. you know, and, but she had been around older people so much that her turning 21 didn't even feel monumental. Mm. Mm. You know, a lot of that, um, newness had been taken away from spending so much time around people who were so much older. And that was one of the things that kind of like stuck with me. Like I was a little in my feelings about it. Like this not even, this doesn't even get to be special for you because you're not turning 21 with 21 year olds who are excited about it. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) You're turning 21 with, with 30 year olds who's just like, Oh girl, that ain't nothing. (laughs) Blah, 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 blah. So (laughs) good point. And I, I think about like a lot of the, uh, they call them, what is it? May, September or whatever (laughs) relationships where um, you become older with the elder, Mm. you know, whether it's a woman or a man, you know, (laughs) a lot of times I've seen this, these relationships kind of pan out where like your youth gets kind of sucked up. It's not that you make that person younger, like (laughs) they make you older. Because they want you to be more mature. They want you to be more responsible. They want you to be more you know, intellectual and all these kind of things that you have to do really quickly in order to qualify for these relationships. Well, look, look, did, did, your, did any one of your daughters ever express to you what they see um, or experience with the older women that makes them, you know, I know they're young and they love every second and they, they have U-Hauls attached to it in the backyard ready and waiting, but I'm just well, saying. Yeah. <laughs> the one, right, is, is lesbians. So that, that part you can't get around. We always love really quickly and attach, you know, all that kind of stuff. I won't say always, but a lot of times, you know, that's the stereotype, right? Um, but I could not release the mommy issues that mm-hmm. my children had, you know, so they're all, they're already, you know, <laughs> with me because of the, the situations that are happening in their, you know, initial biological families. And so, I don't want to overlook that a lot of times um, people go into relationships looking to have their holes filled. Uh, their what filled? Their holes filled. Their oh. emotional holes. Oh, okay, girl. I was taking that very literally. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, but look into... Mm-hmm. Ah, so hi. Okay, so we could go back to another previous conversation. <laughs> 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 On that tip. But... <laughs> Um, but no, like the, you know, addressing the mommy issues. So now you mm-hmm. have somebody who's probably going to be more nurturing and take care of you and, you know, treat you a particular way that you've always wanted to be treated. Also, maybe beyond or in, in addition to the mommy issues that may or may not be there, there's this. I think there, when you're around someone who's older than you, that has lived a lot longer. So like you're saying, your pers- as an older person, your perspective on life is, well, seasoned. So as a younger person, as you experience life, to have someone 
be able to support you in a way that someone of your own age may literally may not be able to, may be attracted to some some young uh, yeah. people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And especially if you think you're one of those young people who, and I'm not saying that you're not, but <laughs> one of those young people who are more mature than your counterparts and you, you know, <laughs> you know, you don't really connect emotionally because everybody's, mm-hmm. you know, busy being young, you know, that's probably where you can get some of those needs met as well. Yeah. I mean, look, I was, I was a pretty old soul myself as young, uh, as a young person, um, or at least that how I think I was perceived or my, sometimes my energy was very old soulish, but I was not an old soul in the sense of that me being 21 to 22, as, as I reflect now as a 40 something year old, um, I just had, I just was very reserved. That's probably more the Muslim in me, but I was somewhat reserved. And so I think that came off as an older soul. But as far as the, the nuances of what it takes to allow this world to help you grow, you know, and how you weave in and out of that and figure that out for yourself. I really don't believe you just can be blessed with that. <laughs> you know, okay. like, this whole, like this whole idea of the old soul, like, yes, maybe you, you react to things differently. That isn't as immature as other people your age, but you still have not gone through things in a particular way. I won't speak for everyone because some people have their lives. They go through a whole lot of shit before the age of 15. You know what I mean? But Still, even how you're able to react to that is something that it just it just gets seasoned over time. You just can't be blessed with it by the graces of God. Or you are old soul, you can just can roll because you literally haven't experienced it. But my thing is, you know, what some of the young younger studs their reaction to this post was, it was this of kind of dismissal of young um, women, like I. I, I how I perceived it is these young studs were like, you know, I don't want to be boxed in. I feel like these young women, they see me one way. I can't be, you know, um, my full self because we're playing this kind of role. Um, jealousy, jealousy was a big one. She's like, I'm over it. I'm over it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like just being jealous at the drop of a hat or, or the relationship oh. being toxic with you. And, and you know, and this is not just, you know, um, all fans are toxic and studs are like good natured young boys that just are victimized by young, you know, obviously there are toxic um, studs as well, but that seemed to be the, the mantra is like wanting to get away from a certain level of toxicity and just being impatient with it and not wanting to fuck with it. And with the older women, they feel they don't have to deal with that young shit, as they put it. Mm-hmm. You know, and I mean, I can understand. I guess my thing is like the older women, what in earth? <laughs> like, I mean, no, what in earth other than... I can't even say sex. You know how like straight women, you know, quote unquote cougars, older women say, well, I want to fuck with these young dudes because whatever, maybe they can last longer or they got whatever. I don't know how that translates for us um, because sex for me got better over time, <laughs> you know, um, and I'm just as an older person, I really having a hard time conceiving what you are getting, unless you are straight up like, fuck it, I'm, I'm, I'm just basically with this, like, are you in the closet with this young person? Are you fully out? Like, are you walking down the street, homie? Are you walking down the street with this obviously, you know, young person 
you know, with you and you feeling proud about that. Like, this is my girl. And that like, you should go, you taking her around the rest of your friends. Like, I like, no, no, seriously, seriously. Come on now. For real, for real. You know, if I, if I, if I roll up with a 20 something year old, you know, with my friends, well, first of all, I'm not doing that. I, that I would be so closeted about that. That would be such a, I mean, like, I mean, it's just, it's just not, it, it just does not fly. My friends will look at me so like, what's you doing? Like, you know, if not laughing at me or like, okay, girl, you know, they wouldn't take it seriously, you know? Um, and I guess I, you know, who I'm with is reflective of how I'm feeling in the moment. You know, I want someone that's going to compliment me in some way. That's what makes me feel good. And I really don't see how a 20 something is going to do that for me. I, I just really cannot conceive that. And maybe that's me. I don't know. I don't know. Um, it's, it's, um, it's just something incestuous about it. I, I guess I, I don't see much of a difference in that than when an older man is with an, a, a particularly younger woman. You know, um, it's not to take the intelligence out of that younger person and say they're not smart and can't make decisions for themselves. But, you know, if you ain't got the news flash, I'm sorry, you don't know some shit. And so you're only going to perceive that relationship in a particular way. And so it's just going to be that. But don't doesn't mean y'all seeing a relationship the same. Are y'all on the same page? Like really, really, really? You know what I mean? Or or this older person kind of living some little mini side fantasy through you? I don't know. Am I being like? Am I being just like um, wrong about this? I mean, okay, so maybe. <laughs> <laughs> um, I I do agree with like the social reflection part of it like I do agree that like you know if I was single and showed up with somebody in my 20s everybody that I know would be like girl (laughs) (laughs) just girl like what's happening what's wrong (laughs) um but I I try not to look at a lot of things I mean uh, unless it's children involved (laughs) look at a lot of things from a judgment perspective like that's just where I've matured to okay I kind of put it in the place that like I would about it you know having nothing to say about you know me being you know me being married to a woman I don't want to have nothing to say about you being married to a white man I don't want to have nothing to say about you being married to a tall person I don't want to have nothing to say about you you know what I'm saying so I try to look at it just like people love who they love and you know that's how things work out or people are calling in the experiences that they need to have for whatever, you know, whatever lessons they need to learn or things they need to, you know, work out um, internally or whatever. Um, But ah, I can't get past the mommy part of me. (laughs) That is like, what do you see in there? I mean, it could be, I mean, you could be empowering or you could, I mean, I'm empowering. You could be feeling empowered because you are able to give that level of support to someone. Is that what you're talking about? The mommy thing? Like from the perspective of the older woman, like you have all the answers or at least most of the answers, you know, and it's something that feels good about supporting someone in that. I mean, mixing sex up in that, I'm like, okay, well, whatever. I mean, I feel good when I mentor, you know Mm -hmm. what I mean? But it's a mentorship. It's not a, it's not a sexual relationship. You know, um, I don't know if I would feel as good if, if, if it felt, you know what it is? If for me, it, it just smells of like a one directional type of relationship. So I'm always the one 
you know, supporting, you know, can this person reciprocate in a way that I need as an older person? You know what I mean? Um, Or it's always just me supporting them because I simply can, you know? Um, I don't know. But you're right. So, like, I did have a time, uh, like, when I first got to Atlanta that I, like, a lot of the people that were in my space were a lot younger than I was. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, And even a couple of people that I dated were, like, I don't know, not 10 years younger, but like, you know, it was a nice age gap. And I I agree. I don't think that I ever looked at those relationships as like real, you know what I'm saying? Mm. Or like long-term, like there was, Mm. I, I was kind of serving this purpose for them. They were, you know, I was still being in the young crowd and hanging out with the people, you know what I'm saying? Uh But I don't think I looked at, you know, at it as more of like hanging out and being like, you know, when I, I don't know, I don't think I looked at any of that seriously. Yeah, yeah. Because, like, yeah, what are we gonna talk about? I'm like, <laughs> I mean, I appreciate hanging out with younger people. When I say younger, I mean younger 30s and down, you know, um, because um, <clears throat> it keeps me well in a loop. You know, because you can, if you do only hang around your peer age as you age, all of a sudden you realize you don't know what the hell is going on. Like, yeah, 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 <laughs> you know, because yeah. you, you get caught up in what you just know, you know, only mm-hmm. the music you like and da, 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 da. You start being sound like an older person saying, oh, I don't like that new music or da, 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 because you haven't, right. you haven't seen someone else enjoy the music. You know what I mean? Um, and then exactly. you get it. And then you I'm still trying it. to get them to listen to Rochelle for real. <laughs> <laughs> I met her one time in South Africa. Anyway, um, <laughs> random, random fact. But um, but uh, yeah, yeah. So that I mean, it's all that. But you look, you're right. I, I feel like my tone is a big judgmental, and I don't want to be judgmental um, around who you're, as long as it's legal. <laughs> yeah, right. You know, um, you know who you're choosing to date as an older woman, and who you're choosing to date as a younger person. Um, but I, you know, I did just want to address what some of the younger studs were saying. Why? And this kind of speaks a little bit what we were kind of talking about here and there on the last um, um, episode is the inability for some young femmes to open their horizons in the way that they communicate sexually with their partners. You know, um, yeah. um, yeah, I mean that, that, you know, I mean, like, is this just a, a some, somewhat symptomatic of that, you know, and, <clears throat> and these young studs are like, you know what, I don't got no time to be begging for shit. You know what I mean? Where this 40 something, oh God, these 40 something, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Yo, woman got me and there ain't no complaining. She into it. She happy. You know, we all happy and, and I'm, you know. Whatever. So I just want to just, you know, respect the youngsters as that are choosing this for themselves. And they, they seem to be fairly, at least the, the, the women on this particular timeline, um, seem to be fairly clear, you know, why. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, um, so I don't want to skip over the, and maybe this is just to help out some of these young sisters who are turning everybody away from them. Like, <laughs> so what's happening 
that's causing um, so many of these relationships to be so toxic. Mm. Like what's happening where, you know, what's causing you, the young women to be so aggressive and so um, possessive and so mean. And, and so like, because I've seen a lot of the, um, just like, you know, I have a lot of young people on my pages. So, you know, a lot of the conversations about, you know, the girls breaking up your stuff and setting your clothes on fire and all of yeah, this oh kind of stuff. Oh my God. <laughs> and so what's that about? Oh my God. I just, I just a young, there's a young woman. Um, I'm not gonna say I met to her, but I keep bumping into her. She's young. I think she's 30. She just turned 30 and we were sitting down and talking and she, the, her last two relationships was just that, like throwing clothes out the window and, you know, fucking her shit up and like throwing shit at her, like real physical, what I deem as physical abuse. Right. Yeah. You know, um, I, I, now, mind you, she did mention that, you know, these two women were strippers. I'm like, well, see, you go right there. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> and this is not to even, you know, this is not to say nothing necessarily bad as strippers. Right. Uh, right. but, but they are living in a world that is necessarily supporting a healthy way of looking at the world. So they have to be really strong women to be other than the world that they live and work in. Right. But <clears throat> but this it's almost like this co-opting of this. It's like this hyper masculinity is like, oh, God, don't even fuck with that. It's this hyper heterosexual shit that's happening. Like, you know, if you don't do this and I'm supposed to react like that and and um and the, this kind of expectation that is put on young studs to act a certain way that is very similar to how straight women, the expectations, or rather toxic heterosexual relationships. And these are relationships that unfortunately is drilled into these young people's heads on TV, you know, with all these tied ass, you know, reality shows that some of these young people take dead ass serious Yes. You know, and I'm like, okay. you do know mm-hmm. that's scripted, right? <laughs> it's, it's it's just a modern day soap opera. You know, it's not real. That's not how you actually, you know, have a relationship. You know what I mean? But to be like, it's okay to get mad. Like it's almost like it, it, it takes on some sort of their identity to flip out if they're if they if their stud don't act a certain way or react a certain way or had their back in a certain way when you acted a fool. Like bitch, it's dangerous out in the streets. Don't be getting me beat the fuck up out here or you know or whatever the case may be. You know what I mean? Why is the reaction always over the top? Why is there this? I don't understand what that is, and maybe that's what these young people are reacting to. So it's funny that you say that because I was watching one of the shows, um, you know, how the, the TV's just on, right? <laughs> I'm in the room, I'm, I'm cleaning up or doing whatever, laundry. And I noticed that on this particular show, on this episode, um, one of the men, his son had been killed, mm. right? So it was a really serious episode where the men were um, gathering around and supporting this brother whose son had been killed and the women were fighting. Hmm? So on this episode, the men were being super like mature and supporting each other and like, you know, holding each other down. And I'm not gonna, you know, let this tear us apart. Like this one little just, you know, disagreement. I'm going to be the bigger man to be there for you. And the women were just like throwing drinks on each other and jumping across the table and scratching each other's eyes out, 
pulling each other's weaves off. And I was just like, yo, like <laughs> on the same episode. <laughs> and I'm like, is this, is this what we're promoting? Like, is this real life? Like, is this life imitating art, art imitating life? Like what, what am I looking at right now? It feels, perform- <laughs> it feels performative. Yes, I understand the performative part. However, the message that's being sent is that men can figure out Mm. how to, um, or masculine people, I guess, in this situation, you know, that we're discussing, can figure out how to calmly resolve issues. Mm. Whereas women just emotionally jump off the handle and throw things and fight each other and scream and yell. And their initial reaction to everything is violent. Which is, which is ironic, like a mug. Cause we know that for the most part to be just the opposite, but mm-hmm. you know, um, at least in my world, but you know, it, 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 when I said, and so are, like are, mm-hmm. are the young women who have now grown up on, Bad Girls Club and you know what I'm saying? Like all of these kind of reality shows that show women reacting violently to every stimulus. Is this like what young films, you know, young women are emulating? Well, you know, on the same group, there was another young woman who was live and she had identified proudly, might I add, as a bitch. Like, cause I don't, I, cause I can be a bitch, and, and I'm like, you proud of that? I mean, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that, that's something. You, that's not a selling point. You know what I mean? But, but I was taken aback by it. I was like, she really is taking on the identity as a bitch as something that is attractive. You know, she ain't trying to fix it. She ain't trying to see why she goes off the handle or why she's a bitch or why she's demanding in a particular way that she defines as a bitch and demanding as if her stud should react accordingly to her bitchiness, which is some sort of attribute. I mean, some sort of positive attribute, you know? And I'm like, so when did this happen? Like, why? That is not cute. That's not attractive. That's not marriage material. That's your goal. You know what I mean? Like, None of that, none of that, none of that. And and as an older woman, I would never be attracted to a bitchy woman. Why? Why put the stress in my life? You know what I mean? Why have that in my world? You know, and so what is it that there is, there is a, um, um, and of course, when we say this, we're not talking about all femmes, of course, like we're not talking about all studs, because there's some studs that like the drama as well, but they like women that bring the drama. I don't know, whatever. But why is it that some femmes, the expectations, not just of their partners, of their, of their, their stud partners, but of themselves is always leading towards some sort of like, drama that like is that some sort of affirmation that your love is real because you because you are you 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 so quick to fly off the handle or be jealous like being jealous is not an act of love at all at all Come on. It is people believe that. People believe that. It's like it's selfish. It has nothing to do with your partner. It has to do with your own sense of self-respect, your own sense of where you feel you are in the world, you know, what power you have in the world, what you're able to give or receive from your partner. It really has nothing to do with your partner. It doesn't, you can swap the partners out. You're still gonna always get jealous. That's all about you. You know, that has nothing to do with love. It has to do with anybody else. That's that. Please, God. I've been jealous once in my life. 
And it, 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 it totally took me by surprise. And when I got, when I was jealous, I literally felt like I couldn't escape myself. It was the worst. And I knew intellectually that this is wrong. I can't fuck with this. I feel nauseous. I, I am staying angry. You know, but as an older person, I can reflect and know exactly why I was jealous. It had nothing to do with the woman I was with. It had all to yeah. do with at yeah, that yeah. time, I ain't have a job. And this other woman that she was kind of seeing had one. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it had everything to do with me. It had nothing to do with the partner. So do not fool yourself and think that you are some sort of great lover or great partner because you quickly get jealous. And you don't want to stand for that shit. And that's, that's how you have your woman's back by being jealous. Oh, please. Yeah, no. You're gonna be alone, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> or with another crazy bitch. <laughs> no. Or Don't someone who is broken enough to think that that's what love looks like. Oh God, yes. Oh, that is so not cute. It's the most unattractive state a human can be in, other than being a goddamn murderer. Like, really? It's <laughs> no, no, really, really. It's so unattractive. Not just to your partner or other people looking at you, but you should feel unattractive to yourself. Yeah. It's, you're so small when you're jealous. It's so insecure. It's like almost like you wrinkle up. That's all I can remember a feeling Ooh. like. You know what I mean? Like, what the hell? <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. Never been jealous since. Thank you very much. I said, oh, I'm good. When I was able to escape from that shit, I was like, oh, I will never allow myself to slip into that state ever again. I say. Ciao. Ciao, ciao, ciao. And so maybe that's that's one of the things that because this is the, the activity that um young films believe that they should be emulating mm. because these are the messages that they've been receiving. These are the activities that they are participating in Mm -hmm. and their counterparts are like, yeah, nah, like it looks cute on TV when you watching it and it's not you. But when you start actually doing that stuff to people in your real life, then they will receive like retreat from you. Mm -hmm. They're going to do a moonwalk out that room, boy. They out of here. Right. (laughs) You know? And so maybe that's just a lesson that, that people need to, to hear and, and understand that ain't nobody about that. <laughs> and you, nobody really wants to live that life. Mm-mm, mm-mm. And then I guess the question is, we can say don't be this and don't have this in your life. And the question is, what do you replace it with? And I think that is the real uh, uh, journey. You know, that's the real journey is what do you replace um, your uh, jealousy with? Or, or rather, not even jealousy, but how you, the negative ways in which you interact with your partner what is that replaced with? So if you're, so if your partner, okay, let's just do a simple scenario in which I've heard many young people, both femme and stud, get jealous over is okay. You're with someone, you know, you're choosing to be exclusive, whatever. You're out and about, living your life, and maybe you see, you know, your partner take a picture with someone else of the opposite gender expression because this is you're, you're in that kind of, you know, and. Or, you know, or they're friends with or maybe their best friend is is of the opposite gender expression, you know, um, right there. And then the inability for you to allow your partner, but one to one first trust your partner and the ability to trust your partner is the ability to trust yourself because you can't stop people from doing anything in their, in, in their life 
All you can control is your own reaction to it. So if you, from the giddy up, say, okay, this is, this, I'm trusting this relationship. If it proves not to be trustful, that ain't got nothing to do with me. That's, that's her shit, you know? Right, but, right. but if you are unable to allow your partner to quite frankly live their life, be friends with who they want to be friends with, take a picture with who they want to take a picture with, or, you know, just be maybe, you know, you, you know, you know, your girl's just a chill motherfucker that everybody like. You know, not necessarily want to get with, but they just like. Some people have that magnetism. So, you know, you can't be, you know, grinding your teeth behind her because you 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 upset with other people giving your partner attention. Again, you have to say, but what I replace this jealousy with? What you replace it with is saying, how can I better how can I how can I better appreciate why people are attracted to my partner? Maybe she's really beautiful. Honestly, even beauty, honestly, is still skin deep. People are attracted to your partner because she's someone who has some sort of magnetism. People want to be near it, they want to take a picture with whatever, whatever, whatever. You know, mm-hmm. it's like one, be happy she with you. Yeah. One. Okay, she has chosen you. She has voiced that she, to not just to you, but to others, that she has chosen you. All right. And then I personally really find it sexy when other people appreciate my partner because she my partner. <laughs> you know, right, it's right. like to see her and her aura doing her thing, uh, basically reflecting back to me the reason why I was attracted to her in the beginning. I don't want to dim that light. I don't want to make her small. And she looks mm. less like what I was attracted to. So one, I'm attracted yeah. to this woman. Two, she chose my ass. Okay. Yeah. So now I have a responsibility to be what she saw in me and better. But also I should appreciate more so what others see in her because I saw the same damn thing, but she chose me. <laughs> okay. Right. Now, question of whether she's faithful or not, or how all that again, that is drama. That's that's a whole that's TV, y'all. That's not every instance. Don't put other people's hyper drama into your relationship. Just appreciate who you're with. Like make it a practice of appreciating it. Because if you don't, you're going to dim that person's light. And if they're not strong enough to get away from you and your bullshit, then you're both going to look ugly together. Well, yes. (laughs) And I think like that, that's something that happens a lot mm. where like people see somebody and they are like a magnanimous, a magnanimous personality. They're magnetic. Everybody loves them. And they're like, Oh my God, I love you too. Like, Oh, I want to be with you. And as soon as we get together, I don't want anybody else to be attracted to you ever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I want you to no longer be the sunshine in the room. I need you to not take up so much space and not, you know what I'm saying, in order for me to feel comfortable in the relationship. Mm, mm. I'm going to move you and closer so to my own insecurity. Or, right. That could be happening on either side. Not that that's, you know, specific to the masculine or yeah, like exactly. feminine experience, exactly. but exactly. like those things, you know, could be playing into it. The, those patterns, relationship patterns definitely could be playing into it. Well, and mm. where is that from? It's not from love. It's not from, you know, oh, I just really think you're such a fantastic person that I don't want anybody to ever look at you again. That's from fear. Yeah. 
that's based in insecurity. You know what I'm saying? And and just just specifically again, just kind of talk to femmes. And and this is my speculation. This is just from my experience of being in relationships and observing other relationships. Some femmes that are jealous or get jealous quickly, um, to, almost to the point of violence or just verbal abuse or whatever, um, or psychological abuse or whatever. That their insecurities lie in them not fully understanding the power of their femininity. In other words, their femininity is just in them having a nice ass and shape and 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 looking a certain way. It's very surface based. Mm-hmm. And as we know that that shit is only skin deep. And that ain't much really to hold yourself up much less much um much less or much more a relationship. You know, so it's easy to get jealous because you feel that beyond, you know, another good looking bitch can easily take your girl away, basically. You know what I mean? Because you feel all you really have to offer is a big ass and a pretty face and whatever the hell that is. You know what I mean? And, and, you know, just a little side note, you know, and, 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 and to youngsters that you attract to the stripper ish looking type, you know, hey, I'm in I'm in Atlanta now, so I feel like that's I'm <laughs> I feel like I'm surrounded. But um <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but but you know, it's all I understand the 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 feeling um of wanting to walk into the club or walk into any space with a badass uh woman on your arm. I get that, I get that, I get that. But what you do learn when you get older, what maybe these younger people are learning um with dealing with older women you know, tell me if I'm wrong, um, is that it's one thing to be attracted to someone physically in the sense of like, I'm going to say superficially, like they got the big ass, pretty face, whatever, blah, 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 whatever all that. But that don't mean the sex is good, you know, because there's imaginary sex, like this sex is good because this bitch is bad. And then it's like, is her body actually in sync with mine? Do we actually have chemistry? The latter is always better. So you can have better sex with someone who has a quote unquote average or um, not average, not even a good word, but doesn't have that stereotypical stripper body. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Because you two are in sync in such a way like it's the most phenomenal sex ever. And so when you walk into a place, everyone knows, damn, they have good sex. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I mean, come on. We all know those couples like, damn, they have some good yes. sex, don't you? You know what I'm saying? And they not some stereotypical, you know, you know, reality TV type of looking, you know, couple. You know what I mean? So when you're young, yes, it's all about the exaggerated body and this and that and that. And that's all right when you're young, I guess, because life is fleeting and you're moving and grooving and learning and growing. But as you get older, you still are attracted to maybe certain kinds of women, but you know that that only runs but so far. And it's about finding someone that your body and their body are like, whoa, you know what I mean? And that is when you walk into the room with the with the baddest bitch because you're both walking into the room looking like you are serving each other well and you're happy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and you're happy. And you're happy. So you make other people like, happy. Way different. Exactly. <laughs> and that's all those, all those means about relationship goals. Those people are having good sex. They have, cause they have a healthy relationship. They laugh often with each other. You know what I mean? Like that, that is what relationship goals are about. 
You know what I mean? That's what people can, they can read it off for you when you walk in the room. And it's not about this kind of superficial aesthetic of some crap you see in reality TV that so many, this back to our original focus, so many young femmes are mirroring, trying to excuse me, mirror themselves after, you know? Yeah. Mm. Mm. Mm-mm-mm. Oh, wow. I didn't think we get 50 minutes out of that, but hey. Mm-hmm. But I, I think we all we we both sufficiently say what we need to say to that. Unless you got some other uh, thing rolling Absolutely. in your head. No, I just was really just playing over if I felt like we had um, addressed the opposite side equally of like what older people mm. get from the relationships with younger people. I think my initial reaction was just like, what's wrong with you? Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but I wanted to just kind of play out and I was just kind of playing out in my mind. Like, did I look at it from any other angle than that? Mm. You know what I'm saying? Your initial reactions are what they are. Right. <laughs> but then looking at it deeper, like, okay, is it just your ability to see past some of these things that would be hangups for me <laughs> and to see this person for like some of their other qualities, you know, is, is that possible? Is it just that you like young energy? You know what I'm saying? Um, there are some people like a friend of mine was just posting yesterday to her and that she and her son were rapping the same song and he just thought it was really cool that she knew the song. Right. And so Maybe you're not one of those older people that want to listen to Rochelle for real. Maybe you really are excited about Cardi's new album. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) And so, like, who you are is not, you know, on the old side. Like, maybe you're a young soul. Like, you know, and you found a young soul. I mean, an old soul who (laughs) matches with your young soul. I don't know. Um, I didn't want to just leave it as, like, or even just leave it in my mind as like a judgment or mm-hmm. a dismissal, okay. right? There are things that um, attract people to each other. And, you know, I don't know if you believe in like past lives and all of that stuff. I do Maybe actually, to be honest earlier. with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe you just happen to come back a little earlier than your soulmate. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And now you found each other. Your twin flame has finally made it. <laughs> you know what? You know what and just, to, just to piggyback on that, you know, you're absolutely right. There are, I, I do believe that regardless of age or proximity to each other or what, you know, all of that, all those kind of, you know, bullet points that say, this is what I am as a person in the world. Um, you know, as far as like statistics and shit, <laughs> you know, black, white, whatever, you know, age, whatever. I do believe that there is no guarantee that your soulmate is going to be your age or even near your age. And when it's your soulmate, it's your soulmate. Or And let's, and let's get over to this whole idea that soulmate can only be one person in the world. I feel you can have multiple soulmates in your life, but sometimes you yeah. connect with a motherfucker, period. And the only thing you right. got to get over is societal norms of what is right or not. Again, long as it's legal, <laughs> you know, yeah. wrong or not. But you can't deny that you have a connection that is beyond, you know, some sort of aesthetic that is beyond even 
sexual chemistry. There's something else there that is maybe before and beyond the both of you. And it's just there. And should you deny that? Maybe not. Just to redeem myself. And definitely not because of what somebody else might have to say. For sure. For sure. For sure. So, you know, with that being said, um, you know, whoever you with, be with them, be present, appreciate them, practice appreciating them, um, because how you appreciate them is a reflection of yourself, um, not them. Um, or anybody else, you know, and, you know, I guess fuck what anybody got to say, as long as y'all treating each other well, there's no abuse in there. You're helping each other grow and do your thing in the world. Who is anyone to say what is right and wrong? You know, as long as it's legal. <laughs> so I got to go. You want to be R. Kelly in your ass, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> you know. Don't do that. Now, then I will judge you. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I will definitely judge you. I will definitely judge you. But um, but just to check myself a little bit, you know, at the end of the day, even even if my my peers, if someone in my, my peer family all of a sudden, you know, uh, roll through with someone considerably younger than them. And but how they roll through was in a way like this, my girl, what I got to say about it type of thing, or, or rather just owning the relationship that honestly, me as an older person, have, I have to accept that. And I have to see, well, damn, what is it then, y'all? And then after a while, when hanging around them, you start to understand why they're together and you let, you don't think about the the surfacey shit as far as age difference. So, yeah. you know, regardless, yeah, yeah. Yeah. so regardless of your age, you know, if you own your relationship, People will accept your relationship. Yes. Now, and it just reminded me, I do know a couple that are probably 20 years apart. Wow. Mm. <laughs> probably a solid 20. Mm-hmm. And we did joke about the relationship in the beginning, you know, just as like the friend circle. Like we were just like, oh, look at you bring a similar to the party. That's <laughs> <so cute." laughs> They've been together five years now. Okay. And, you know, <laughs> they seem like they do doing all right and they seem to really care for each other and they seem to have a really healthy relationship and we're not talking about it no more. Yeah. 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 Because why? Why would you joke? Right. Wow. Wow. Okay. All right. Yeah. It just makes me think that like maybe, you know, there, there are, um, other things <laughs> that, you know, there, there are lots of things that draw people to each other. And maybe some of them will make sense immediately to people. Maybe some of those things, you know, over time will make sense. Maybe you realize that in this particular relationship, you were trying to get a particular need met or, you know, have a particular experience. And then after a while, you're over that. That's OK, too. You know no, no, that's, that's real. Mm-hmm. That's that's what relationships do. Some of them we're in for a long time. Some of them we're in, we're in until we learn a particular lesson or 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 you know get something that we needed from them, and then we're okay with with moving on to the next experience. Like, hey, yes, okay. Well, you know, I think that's all we got for you. You know what I'm saying? Yes. <laughs> um, if you um, have questions or rather you want to comment on what we've been talking about today, um, maybe you are someone younger um, in an older relationship or someone older in a younger relationship, or um, you are that fam trying to figure out, you know, how to, or just your young person trying to figure out how to better um, 
to have a healthier relationship. There you go. <laughs> you know, you just got questions, you know, you need some advice on love, life, sex, career, you name it. We got you um, because we love you. And you can holler at us at your gay aunties at gmail.com. You also can email us directly um, at your gay aunties on Instagram, FYI. Yeah. yeah. So you can take it out. Yeah, so thank you all so much for joining us today. I'm Red Summer. And I am Hanifa Walida. And we are your gay aunties. Mm. Talk to you later, too. Later, children. I'll be fun to free for the rest of my life.